0: In the world, this is Mark Dankoff coming to you live with the Dankoff Report on the Republic Broadcasting Network on Friday, January 26, 2024, live from San Antonio, Texas. I will shortly have Dr. Patrick Schlattery with me, uh, and I really appreciate, appreciate his being on today to help me with my voice. I am having a little bit of an issue with uh, mold and cedar allergies, which I get about once a year down here. Lo and behold, this seems to be the week to get them. And uh, but I'm uh, de- bound and determined that we will persist for you on this broadcast today, as well as to get you a good roadmap uh, that is already available for RBN in terms of the basic URL link. There are going to be a lot of stories added to this uh, to this uh, particular roadmap over the weekend. <clears throat> now let's take a look at today's topic. Think about this one just for a minute: a foreign invasion of the United States is taking place as I speak, and as the zio are losing their shorts in Ukraine and in Gaza, and the threat of a war with Putin, the Iranians, and the Chinese, can only be lost. When you think of San Antonio, Texas, for example, where I'm broadcasting today, has San Antonio, Texas, truly become the sister city of Washington in the pursuit of global homo to the merciful death of the Israeli-American empire? Think about this for a minute. You know, when I was a kid and I think about San Antonio, Texas before I ever came here for the first time as a young adult, what would come to my mind? Davy Crockett, John Wayne, <coughs> excuse me, the Alamo, song San Antonio Rose, or what it comes to mind now. Now, all these many years later. This is what comes to my mind now. As we really face the painful truth of where we are as Texans, where we are as Americans, if you happen to live, listen to this show in San Antonio, this is what I would currently think of when it comes to this city. Military Town USA. The National Security Agency's global internet surveillance operation in partnership with uh, Mr. Gates and Microsoft. George Soros and the district attorney in Bexar County that Mr. Soros continues bankrolling. Christian Zionist power broker John Hagee of Cornerstone Church and Christians United for Israel, probably the most important power broker for Christian Zionism in the world. And last but not least, the Jewish power structure in San Antonio, embodied by Mayor Ron Nuremberg and Judge Nelson Wolf, as they join hands ever more openly with a global LGBTQ network and its promoters and mainstream news media. <coughs> Excuse me. In this particular case, I am referencing a story that the San Antonio Express News published this week in which Apple dutifully distributed around the world, and it deals with the way in which the city of San Antonio has ever more closely embraced the global LGBTQ movement. Think about that for a minute, folks. John Wayne, Davy Crockett, the Alamo, San Antonio Rose, or Global Homo and all the power brokers in this city that are trying to destroy this state, that are trying to destroy this city for their own interests, that are trying to participate in a much wider national and international movement to destroy the sovereign nation state that we used to call the United States. In the interest of the Zionist American Empire, which is a globalist entity and which design, desires to destroy Putin's Russia, and desires to destroy Iran, desires to destroy all of the sovereign nation states in the Middle East, save one, which desires ultimately to continue pushing globalism in Western Europe to the ultimate destruction of the sovereignty of those individual countries, and to their economies and to their average citizens who are about to be drawn into the same war that these same people are drawing the people of the United States into as they are too busy getting ready for the NFL playoffs this weekend to really notice how close we are to a global holocaust now I ask this <coughs> in fact and dr. Slatter will want to respond to this when he when he's available Trump, and his log cabin pals, and Peter Thiel of Palantir Technologies. Are they the answer to this? I say think again. Lavrov, Sergey Lavrov, is absolutely correct. The Trump presidency changes nothing in the collision course these Zionist neoconservatives have embarked upon with Putin's Russia, Iran, and the Chinese. Last but not least, we might add that if one lives in San Antonio, Texas, or anywhere else in the United States, Be sure to quote-unquote vote in 2024. By the way, in one of the photos that I attached to the show roadmap is the cover of Newsweek magazine. The cover story is Texas and Texas, and whether or not Texas can go it alone in terms of seceding if necessary from global homo. You know, the thing that's fascinating in this particular case is that Newsweek needs to become more up-to-date and more informed. We now have, to the last count that I have in front of me, uh, a total of 26 states that have weighed in on this thing in support of Greg Abbott and in support of the state of Texas in its conflict with the federal government of the United States over whether or not this foreign invasion should be allowed to continue. The federal government, obviously, uh, is not paying attention to what its own constitution says about the rights of the individual states. Uh, The current people in power, in terms of Washington, D.C., and the federal government, are desiring an illegal immigration swarm in this country to forever change its demographics and to forever destroy any past historical memory in this country and to basically engage in a circumstance where the older concepts of religion and the First Amendment and the Second Amendment and the Bill of Rights, older, comp, uh, older concepts about individual state loyalties and communities and nuclear families and religious upbringings, all of that is in the process, if you haven't noticed, of radical change. And one of the biggest ways that that radical change takes place is by involving this country in a wider war against the sovereignty of other people's nation-states and the subversion of their cultures and economies at the same time that our own is being destroyed. But you know what's fascinating? If you haven't checked recently, Mr. Putin, and the proof is in the pudding in terms of what continues happening in Avdiivka, the noose of Russia continues tightening around Mr. Zelensky's throat in Avdiivka, and in ongoing pushes for further advances west of Bakhmut. It continues to improve for the Russians in terms of their present situation uh, up in the Kharkiv area. And there's absolutely nothing now that can change the outcome of this war. Absolutely nothing. The Russians are going to win. Everyone knows it. I've been saying it on this network for a long time even without res- reference to all the very fine experts that I rely upon for advice in regard to the way this thing is going on a daily basis. Basically, when we look at the situation, uh, as we watch Zelensky's criminality uh, ever more present to the world, this latest crime committed by the Zelensky regime, which was the knowing shootdown of a Russian IL-76 transport aircraft knowing that their own soldiers were aboard that aircraft who were going to be a part of an agreed-upon prisoner exchange. Folks, uh, this is uh, the latest evidence that we have from Mr. Zelensky's regime as to what your billions of dollars are not buying you at home in terms of economic infrastructure, in terms of our educational system and medical care, what is not being available to you in terms of making your streets safer? What is not being made available to you in terms of all of the things that are happening that are slowly but surely turning the United States into a shadow of once it, what it once was? And in regard to this, this whole situation with Zelensky and the uh, murderous shoot down of this IL seventy six that I believe very firmly was not an accident. <coughs> We have in this situation, of course, Mr. Putin confirming that the Russians have absolutely, absolute evidence that there were uh, two Ukrainian missiles who were fired at that aircraft. And, of course, uh, the paper trail exists. The documentation is there to show uh, that the Russians had arranged this prisoner swap with the Ukrainian government, uh, which is not the first time that these swaps have taken place. Was it just a communications error, as we are being led to believe? Or is this yet another attempt on the part of the Zelensky regime to attempt to pin on something on Russia that is so obviously, obviously the result of the criminal work of Zelensky's hand in the hands of Budinov, Budanov and the, uh, the GUR in the, in the Ukraine, and is, of course, very firmly in the hands of the people in NATO— and in the European Union at the highest level and in the United States government that continues supporting this criminal enterprise that uh, has been going on uh, very firmly in that country since February of 2014 as well as earlier. Think about it, folks, as the news keeps tightening. What we have in this circumstance is a situation where uh, Vladimir Putin and Greg Abbott of Texas have something in common. Both of them hold the keys to pulling the rug out from under these murderers once and for all, and for us gaining our country back, just beginning to take it back from people who seek its absolute destruction. By the way, RT has a story out on this today. It's a lead story. As a matter of fact, uh, quoting Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Uh, in regard to the fact that the uh, ongoing conflict with the Biden administration over this country's border security and over the security of the state of Texas, if Biden continues to push the envelope on this, it'll be the biggest mistake he's ever made. Fascinatingly enough, you can say that maybe the biggest mistake that this vegetable has made up to this point uh, was getting this country involved in all of Mr. Biden's criminal activities, along with Clinton, along with Obama, uh, along with Victoria Nuland, and in regard to Robert Kagan and all of these other people that were involved in facilitating the deliberate and violent overthrow of the duly elected and internationally legitimate regime in Kiev in February of 2014. Whatever one thinks of the Yanukovych regime, it is quite clear that it was elected. And, of course, in this particular case, uh, this has been an ongoing criminal enterprise for many years, even going back to the Orange Revolution in Ukraine uh, some years prior to 2014. In this particular case, the consequences are now multiplying. Douglas McGregor has told us that there are at least 400 Americans who have been killed in the Ukraine and that the Biden administration is trying to cover this up. We know from basic facts of the matter that have begun to come in from all kinds of legitimate sources that the Ukrainians have uh, lost 500,000 men in this endeavor thus far, that their counteroffensive waged last June 4th and onward uh, has resulted in the absolute destruction of their manpower base. It has resulted in the absolutely amazing level of destruction of military equipment provided to ukraine by the united states and nato in every conceivable category aircraft armor artillery artillery shells doesn't matter what particular uh facet of this military provided operation you look at there's absolutely no way that we can even begin to imagine the figures that have been verified on this that show that from that point onward Uh, The results of this so-called counteroffensive have resulted in uh, what is going to be the capitulation of the Zelensky regime to the von Clausewitz strategy of attrition that the Russians have been following in this war from the beginning, once it became clear to them uh, that they could not rely uh, on the uh, the ground forces of the Donetsk-Lugansk People's Republic Uh, that they could not rely upon the common sense and and decency of anyone in the West uh, to honor the Minsk Accords, uh, or even going back to March and April of 2022, uh, the uh, accords that were reached, uh, tentative accords that were reached at that time uh, in Istanbul that would have had uh, this fighting stopped and a settlement agreeable to both sides achieved. You can thank Boris Johnson and Joe Biden principally for this, among others, in sabotaging that deal and encouraging Zelensky uh, to uh, more fully adopt his position uh, as a surrogate purveyor of an American war and a globalist war against Putin's Russia. Putin is winning militarily. He's winning economically. The West has been uh, revealed to be a paper tiger in terms of the military capacities of its various nations. The United States has been revealed to be an absolute paper tiger in terms of industrial military production, which was not the case in World War II, but it's certainly the case now. When Whether we look at this whole business of industrial production, commodities, We look at this whole issue of what has facilitated the de-dollarization of the international economy. The fact that the Russians have done very well in resisting these so-called globalist sanctions against them. And all in all, the Russians are doing quite well. The Chinese are doing very well. The Iranians are certainly ready to defend themselves from the latest threats issued against that regime by everyone from John Bolton to Benjamin Netanyahu. So when you overall look at this particular situation, we are being asked to believe that an American military that has cost this country trillions of dollars just since 9-11, hundreds of thousands of lives, millions of other people's lives, and that presently has us in a circumstance where there has been absolutely not one significant advancement of any conceivable true American national security objective that one can point to. What happened in Afghanistan, this disastrous situation in Iraq, this illegitimate, illegal uh, war that was being waged against Syria with ISIS and the Al-Qaeda surrogates at the behest of the United States and Israel and Saudi Arabia at that time, The uh, illegitimate use of NATO and the overthrow of Gaddafi and subsequently the imprimatur of the then-American Secretary of State in his extrajudicial murder in public? Is this the record of the American military that we want to be saluting on a Memorial Day or on a Veterans Day? The fact of the matter is that the United States has not won a significant military conflict uh, since World War II primarily, of course, in the Pacific, in a secondary and supporting role uh, in the uh, defeat of Hitler uh, in Europe. What are we dealing with now? What are we dealing with now is we are being told by these same people that we need more weapons, that we need more bio-laboratories, that we need more assassinations and coup d'etats for global homo? I don't think so. When we come back, I'll involve Dr. Slattery in this conversation. You're listening to Mark Dankoff's The Dankoff Report, San Antonio, Texas. Stay tuned.
1: The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the US Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C. To get the full story, visit Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com and go to the Valcambi Bullion Vault. 10th ounce bars and don't forget for all of your precious metal needs whether buying or having the need to sell call kettle moraine limited remember no dinar no celery and no carrots if you buy from someone else tell them you want au not bs Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD 602 8214
2: Right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names shilajit Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been used for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure of any earthly substance. Look for the Gold
1: Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
3: Their face is gone, their eyes were blurred, and shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding hard to kits that hurt, but they caught them Yeah. Cause I got to ride forever on oh, that range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire, as they ride on here, their cries.
1: We are back. This is the Dan Profit Report coming to you
0: live from San Antonio, Texas, on this Friday, January the 26th, 2024. And as we look at this whole situation, of course, with these, uh, uh, Very tense circumstances on the Texas-Mexican border and this whole tense situation between Governor Greg Abbott of uh, Texas uh, and Joe Biden, the so-called president of the United States. uh, There are a couple of things that are noteworthy here. Uh, One is that, uh, once again, uh, we have these uh, so-called moderates and conservatives on the Supreme Court that provided the margin of victory for the wrong side on this issue. I'm referring to Amy Comey Barrett and uh, the usually disappointing disappointing John Roberts, always described by the media as an ideological moderate. When is the last time in a major Supreme Court decision that this guy did not vote with the left? Uh, there may be one. Uh, I'm unaware of what it is, but certainly this Amy Comey Barrett provided the margin of victory uh, for, this, uh, for this horrific decision to back the federal government in, uh, in their absolutely deliberate failure to control the border of the United States with Mexico at the same time that we're interested in in interfering in other people's affairs abroad and overseas and overthrowing other people's governments and involving billions of American dollars and potentially thousands and billions of American, uh, hundreds of thousands of American lives, uh, if this thing should result in a global conflict. Let's take a look here just a minute on this story. Uh, As it pertains to this letter, I'm going to ask Dr. Slattery if he's there, what he thinks of this. Uh, We have 25 GOP governors across the country. The Vermont governor, Bill Scott, being the only one to leave his signature off the message. Uh, The other 25 across the country are highly critical of Joe Biden. They said, it quote, attacked and sued Texas for stepping up to protect American citizens from historic levels of illegal immigrants, deadly drugs like fentanyl and terrorists entering our country. We stand in solidarity with our fellow governor Greg Abbott and the state of Texas and utilizing every tool and strategy, including razor wire fences to secure the border, the letter continued. We do it in part because the Biden administration is refusing to enforce immigration laws already in the books and is illegal illegally allowing mass parole across America of migrants who entered this country illegally this particular case dr slattery are you there
4: oh I'm here I' am here uh, thank you uh, i I feel very good today I spent the past week ripping uh, and replace ripping out and replacing century-old knob and tube wiring from behind the walls and ceiling of my closet and i'm happy to announce that i am now out of the closet it feels really good i'm really happy but not happy and gay i leave the gay stuff to uh white house spokesman john kirby because that's he's good at that stuff
0: that well that's great i'm glad to hear that you're making progress patrick on all kinds of uh, fronts what do you make of this situation uh with uh the texas mexican border This controversy between uh, Abbott, this confrontation between Abbott and Biden that not simply involves Abbott and Biden, but now you have 25 other governors, uh, Republican governors, uh, who have uh, signed on in support of what the Texas government is attempting to do in protecting its own people. Uh, How how are you reading this? Where is this going? Are we going to end up having a shooting war in this country?
4: Well, I'm going to preface my answer first by going just back to uh, Donald Trump, who is running for president. He's now emerged as pretty much the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. And uh, while I agree with you that that uh, we can't look at him as a savior and he had four years in office, he had made a lot of promises, uh, whether it was for lack of effort, for lack of ability, uh, or because the job within anybody really appreciated, he didn't... His, uh, of his promises accomplished. That having been said, first of all, we, we will have a... We, we do have to have... somebody's going to be occupying the White House, and out of the plausible people who could be occupying it, we'd probably have a better... Uh, for ourselves with Donald Trump uh, for all of his flaws and for all of his bad personnel decisions. But there's one other thing, and that this is what ties in with the, with the governors. I'm forced for um, to the agree. The Donald Trump, yeah, and the Donald Trump campaign. He is campaigning. Uh, yes, yesterday he tweeted out that the uh, illegal alliance are going to be deported. He's going to deport them so they shouldn't get comfortable. I doubt he'll have much success. But he is running on a campaign, not just building a wall, but now that's deportation. He is also saying that he's the only person who can prevent World War Three, And I obviously uh, share uh, Sergei Lavrov's skepticism. But I think to be running a campaign primarily on uh, avoiding World War Three and mass deporting what that does is it allows the American people to weigh in and say, yes, we want mass deportation. No, we do not want World War III. And I think there's a lot of value in that, even
0: if uh, we we'll can't be really expect now, let, to do that. Uh, We'll be back on the Dancoff Report in just a minute.
3: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendibite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be
4: Extend your life
2: with Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Travelers Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's Country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork.
1: I'm sorry if I hurt you, I'll make it up day by day, just say you love me like you used to, and make the world go
0: We are back. This is the Dan Koff report coming to you live from San Antonio, Texas on this Friday, January the 26th, 2024. Uh, As Dr. Slattery was uh, pointing out before the break, uh, this whole issue of Trump and the issue of a third world war and massive illegal uh, invasions of the United States, uh, presumably, uh, if, uh, if it's a legal vote, one would think that despite... Uh, trump's flaws that he would be elected but this of course is going to be a call to the deep state to make 2020 look like the most pristine effort in in uh, ballot counting and ballot and id verification uh, in american history Uh, let me simply say this and we'll be back to dr slattery that here are the stats on this folks Uh, border patrol agents encountered more than 300,000 illegals crossing into the United States in December. That's an all-time high for a single month. At least 7.5 million people, more than the population of the state of Arizona, have entered this country illegally since Biden took office in 2021. Uh, Patrick, what are the implications of this, uh, and who do you think is ultimately financing this these kinds of numbers coming not simply from south of the border uh but i've seen uh, credible videos and in international news sources on telegram uh that you have all kinds of folks from uh from africa and elsewhere yeah. that uh, are lining up to participate in this as well uh, i'm sure they didn't uh just uh just show up here once right i mean uh, well, who's financing this well
4: I mean, ultimately, you and I are, the taxpayer is. Uh, you've got, for instance, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. Uh, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, uh, well, it gets a lot of big money, Jewish, big deep pocket Jewish money, but it also gets an awful lot of taxpayer money. Uh, you've got Homeland Security. Uh, the hotel I'm going to stay at tonight, uh, it's a hotel motel complex. The motel half of the complex has been entirely rented out by uh, some, some non-profit organization that's being funded by Homeland Security or the government. And, it's, and there's just a bunch of illegal aliens there. And if you haven't seen them yet, don't worry. They're coming, they're coming to a neighborhood near you. They're all over. And they are c- coming from all over. They're not just from south of the border. They're from Africa. They're from uh, Central Asia. They're from, they're from all over. Uh, i The reason I brought up Trump was uh it, there it is allowing for a, at least the United States uh people to weigh in on world War three and and mass deportation with the governors what you had actually asked about was this um the the governor of Texas and then uh, being supported by most other republican governors around the country. Uh, reject, rejecting the Supreme Court decision. And this has been compared to nullification. And Jeremy and I, for the past few years, we've been talking about, well, he was raising the prospect of secession. secession, And I'm saying, well, actually, what I expect is something more like nullification, where, uh, where states say, uh, federal government directives, whether it's from the executive department, whether it's from, the judiciary are unconstitutional. They're declaring, declaring them unconstitutional and therefore they won't follow them. And this is what, what Greg Abbott has done. And at the end of the day, I don't think this is going to lead to a shooting war. I think what's more likely is one side or another will back down. Maybe both sides will kind of back down. There'll be some face saving, but there is still some value in it in that it's, uh, it's edifying the public. I mean, it's getting so difficult for any fair-minded person, anybody but the, um, the most absolute kind of partisan, to uh, not recognize that the, uh, the, the Biden administration and its various supporters are purposely flooding the country with aliens, with, illegal, with not just illegal people, but foreign people. Uh, because there's a lot of legal immigration as well, in order to replace the uh, white population. This is something that more and more people are talking about, uh, more establishment people. Vivek Ramaswamy, I think Trump is talking about it. Uh, Carlson's talking about it. They're, it's becoming more and more mainstream, and there's, there's value in that. Uh, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to raise, but I'll just kick it back to you, Mark.
0: <coughs> no, that's okay, Patrick. Go ahead.
4: Um, I couldn't quite think of what it was. I know it'll come back to me.
0: Okay, well, listen. Uh, you know, in terms of this whole situation, as we uh, as we presently see it, uh, the uh, Abbott has, of course, reiterated today that he's prepared for a with a conf- for a conflict with federal authorities. He now has the backing of twenty five Republican governors, uh, the uh, and that if uh, there is a situation for the uh, where the uh, federal government. Attempts to do what Democratic Congressman Joaquin Castro—that's not Fidel Castro, by the way—that's Joaquin Castro here in San Antonio. Uh, he is uh, insisting that the federal government should take over the Texas National Guard. That is apparently what the Biden administration says that it's going to do. Now, in this particular situation, uh, let's say that the federal government attempts to do that. What is the next move for the state of Texas? What is the next move for uh, uh, Texans? What is the next move for Americans all over the country that see what's going on here? I mean uh, well, so- at the same time that this is a government that is not protecting the people of the United States at the same time that it is involving us more deeply uh, in an international conflict in, uh, over Palestine. Uh, and this illegitimate war against Putin in Ukraine that threatens to envelop the globe, not to mention a possible conflict with China, just to throw that in for good measure, plus an attack on Iran. Now, this particular juncture, uh, are we are we safe in saying that the present government of the United States has no interest in protecting the lives of actual, of actual American citizens, that this is getting yeah. in the way of their larger global vision is that what we're led to believe and if that's the case if they attempt to take over the federalized the texas national guard what is the what what is the next move what's the next step
4: yeah so ultimately a lot of this is very symbolic the the razor wire probably was very ineffective at keeping people out uh so removing the razor wire Putting it there, removing it doesn't change much, but it is symbolic. And now you've got this, uh, this face off between Texas and the federal government potentially over the, uh, nationalizing the, uh, the, the Texas National Guard, which is typically under the governor. But in, in, uh, the, the president can declare some sort of emergency and take control of it. And would they do that? And if they do it, uh, Is there a potential that there will be a refusal uh, somewhere in the the chain of command? You also have the potential that some of these other states—25 Republican governors signed this letter. Some of these other states may um, send their own National Guard to Texas, uh, daring daring the uh, Biden administration to uh, try to federalize them. A lot of it's symbolic. Uh, but there was, I, I do remember the other point I was going to to raise. So you've got you've got this kind of constitutional crisis in the United States. You've got the potential return of uh, Donald Trump to the White House, uh, which will mobilize the deep state. And The deep state beat him last time. Maybe they beat him this time. But but uh, it's crisis mode. And then, of course, you've got the foreign policy, which is a disaster, the uh, Ukraine being Literally blown out of well not out of the water, just blown out uh, is, is becoming impossible to hide everything 's falling apart there the um, uh, israel is is not winning uh, everything is is going on horribly and then to add to that, with all the stuff that 's going on with Israel, you have this uh, predominantly young uh, left wing uh, erstwhile democratic voting uh, woke crew of people a generation who have been uh given carte blanche to demonstrate to even riot to feel uh absolutely uh self-righteous and their new project is demonstrating against israel their new project is uh is going straight against the jewish power structure not necessarily realizing that it's a jewish power structure uh maybe some people are going to start to understand it but thinking it's it's a a you know white it's white people doing uh white supremacy at at brown palestinians but nonetheless they're going really really hard against it and against Israel in particular and so so we've just got um like a four alarm fire and and with the United States uh, going to be completely defeated on the international stage because everything's going everything's going down the toilet on the international stage. Uh, we're headed into some sort of massive crisis. Uh, I don't necessarily, I don't see like a, a big rerun of the Civil War or anything, but it's it's very we're, we're coming into very turbulent, unstable waters, and it's difficult to to predict what's going to happen. So, as you say, sometimes time will tell.
0: Yes, and as we watch this whole thing, I'm just struck with the way that this is dovetailing uh, with these latest catastrophes in the Ukrainian situation, uh, including, uh, you know, this IL-76 shoot down that killed these 65 Ukrainian POWs. Uh, Putin's statement on this, folks, uh Listen to this in terms of what I'm sure is just a new level of determination on his part to bring this nonsense to an end once and for all. Uh, Putin is quoted today as saying that the Ukrainian main intelligence directorate knew 65 Ukrainian POWs were being carried on board and that they still attacked the plane. It is obvious, he says, that Kiev did this. Two missile launches were recorded from territories controlled by the Kiev regime. I will ask, Putin says, the investigative committee to make public all the circumstances of this crime to the maximum, so that people in Ukraine know what really happened. Ordinance found on the spot indicates that this is an air defense missile. Most likely these are American patriot systems or European air defense systems, mostly, most likely French. The exact answer from which system the fire was fired is, Uh, will be in two or three days. Now, in this particular circumstance, of course, uh, fascinatingly enough, uh, there have been all kinds of comparisons uh, taking place in the Russian media in terms of the comparisons that some of their people are making uh, between the uh, uh, freedom movement uh, the revolutionary movement in Donbass, after the illegal Western fomented uh, coup d'etat in Kiev in February 2014, uh, that in this particular case, they're making comparisons between that and this Texas border crisis now. Uh, and Russell Bentley, I don't know if you're familiar with them, he's a Texan. He's uh, <coughs> been over there in the Donbass uh, and, uh, and now as a, as a Sputnik correspondent, uh, he basically indicates, uh, he's warning that if the Biden administration chooses to crack down on the people of Texas, the current political showdown could potentially escalate into an armed conflict. This is what Russell Bentley says about this, quote, the situation is a powder keg waiting for a spark, just as the Maidon in Ukraine was 10 years ago. Governor Abbott and Joe Biden are about as far from being Russians as anyone can get. And no sane person can find any way at all to blame this on Russia, though some not-so-sane people will probably try. But the people of Texas and of the states supporting Texas have much more in common with the people of Donbass than they may realize. Now, in this particular case, uh, what is striking about this, of course, uh, is that... uh, the, uh, the, the Texas Republican Party uh, and so many uh, people in Texas with the influence of a dispensational uh, Christian Zionist uh, entity that exists here uh, are not grasping, of course, uh, that this uh, conflict fomented against, fomented against Putin's Russia is largely the work of a, demonstrably the work of a Jewish cabal controlling the American government, uh, Dr. Philip Giraldi on the UNS review has written several articles uh, quantifying the, the, uh, the specifics of that charge. Uh, in this particular case, uh, what is amazing to me is what happens uh, if uh, the average American and the average Texan begins to grasp that this whole illegal immigration movement and this whole issue, of course, of such things as Black Lives Matter uh, and the, uh, and so forth and the LGBTQ movement and all these other things, uh, are essentially, uh, extensions of what is largely a Jewish financed, uh, Jewish directed, uh, uh, ideological agenda, uh, in the United States. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Greg Abbott doesn't want that, uh, particular spin to come out. I mean, that, uh, Begin to question his own long-standing support and the Texas GOP's long-standing support for the state of Israel and, and for the uh, and for the Zionist entity. Uh, where is this going? I mean, could this result in all kinds of un- unintended fractures uh, within the Republican Party in Texas and elsewhere? Uh, oh, this is a bizarre situation. Uh, what uh, do you have any uh, any feel at all for what uh, what what could come out of this?
4: Well, it, there could be uh, unintended fractures in the Republican Party. Certainly in the Democratic Party, we're we're seeing it like crazy. Uh, I when I say I doubt there's going to be any kind of shooting war. A, I'm not making any guarantee. Uh, and, and B, the reason I doubt it is at the end of the day, the people the the. Say the uh, anti-federal government people uh, have a tendency of talking a big talk, talking a big story, but I, I don't really see it, them following through on it. The uh, federal government's shown it's pretty ruthless. You know, you look at all the people who've been thrown into prison after January sixth; they're pretty ruthless. Uh, getting over to the, to Ukraine, I've been I'd often said that the longer it goes on in the Ukraine, the worse it's going to be. For the Ukrainian state. And of course, you know, you went from the situation where they might have only had to give up, uh, except the loss of Crimea, to now they're openly talking about moving the capital to, to Lvov near the border.
0: We will be back with Dr. Patrick Slattery. This is Mark Dantoff and the Dankoff Report live on the Republic Broadcasting Network. We'll return. Stay tuned.
1: Free shipping on orders over fifty dollars. See the banners for hemp paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn.
0: Standing six foot four, weighing two hundred and forty-five pounds of crime fighting, political
1: science, analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery.
0: So
4: Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda.
1: I'm a born-again traditional Christian. And my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357
2: revolver.
4: I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews.
2: Cooler with the anti-Semitic remarks, right?
4: Just because you steal an election and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here.
0: I'm not taking the vaccine. Do you Bill know Gates.
4: There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state.
0: The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon.
4: The Patrick and Jeremy Show. Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
2: Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's repub 10 0 That old
3: cop oak went riding out one dark and windy day. Up on a ridge he rested as he went along his way.
0: We are back when with the Dan Report the on this Friday afternoon in the waning minutes of the show here on this uh, January 26th. And Dr. Patrick Slattery uh, has uh, been helping me out today because my voice has been somewhat shot uh, with a combination of a uh, cedar and mold allergy thing, which hits me about once a year. And in this particular case, I'd just like to add that uh, somebody from one of the overseas news agencies sent me an interview that uh, – uh, Tucker Carlson did in India or from India, where he is basically indicating that uh, we now have 10 additional states that have deployed their National Guard uh, to the Texas border. Uh, Governor Abbott indicates that more states are set to join. Uh, the Russians, fascinatingly enough, have an incredible link with all kinds of videos uh, and discussions. Medvedev's prediction in 2022 about a coming civil war in the United States. There's a link on the assessed capabilities of the Texas National Guard. Uh, The whole issue of the Texas pro-independence movement, as that is being seen from afar. Uh, All kinds of videos of what has been going on at the U.S. southern border. And uh, a history of how this whole thing has escalated to this point. Uh, Patrick, here we are now with NATO and its uh, and it's uh, coming uh, operation, this incredibly ridiculous operation uh, called Steadfast Defender 2024, the largest uh, military exercise of NATO since the end of the Cold War, some 90,000 troops. And in this particular situation, the Russians are speculating that this is a backdoor way of trying to help Ukraine uh, by trying to divert Russian military assets uh, into mm-hmm. closer proximity of these exercises. Uh, between that situation and, again, what we now have uh, with this IL-76 shootdown, these uh, threats against Hezbollah and the Iranians, uh, this ongoing rhetorical war between the Biden administration and the Chinese, in this domestic situation in the United States, uh, is there any reason not to believe that 2024 is, uh, is going to be a year that will make 1968, for those of us old enough to remember it, right. seem absolutely tranquil by comparison?
4: No, there, no there isn't. I brought up Ukraine. Uh, the longer it goes on, the worse it is for the Ukrainian state. I, I say the same about yes. Israel. Uh, and here too, in the United States, the uh, Jewish, the Jewish, uh, ruling class keeps going double or nothing. Well, the thing is, if you go double or nothing, if you get more and more, uh, pedal to the metal sooner or later, you're, you're going to wind up with nothing. You're going to lose a double or nothing. And it seems to me that that's where they're headed. The last thing I want to say is if there was a Jewish headquarters, JHQ somewhere that was masterminding all of these things and sending directives. And if Zelensky and Netanyahu and the Jew crew and the Biden cabinet were simply puppets, they would be smart enough to rein them back. But there, but there is no JHQ. You've got a lot of Jews who uh, may have a very strong uh, ethnic identity and want to do what's best for the Jews, but they also have self-interest. And they don't have reverse gear in many cases. In many cases, their self-interest is not to back off. And I think there's an enormous potential for miscalculation.
0: So, thank you for much, I agree, my friend, and we'll just, we will uh, see what the next few weeks and months bring us. But uh, I'm not sanguine about an optimistic uh, good outcome in any of this. I hope that I'm wrong. Let's thank Dr. Patrick Slattery for joining me today on the Dan Comp Report of the Republic Broadcasting Network. All kinds of stories will be added to your roadmap this weekend, and I will see you in one week from today. God bless. Bye bye.
3: EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too.
0: EaseOff,
4: LLC. 417-932-6419.
2: You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.